Hi, everyone. This is Rodney Allen Trice. Welcome back to Leia's Dead. Uh, for those of you who are new to this, this is episode four, so uh, you probably all are new. Um, I was inspired by Carrie Fisher's death at the end of 2016, and when I was watching the Oscars and I saw the presentation about her, and considering all the political turmoil we are in right now, it just seemed she just sparked an inspiration in me as Leia and this rebel force. You know, it's it's on my Twitter uh, page. I have, uh, we lost our rebel princess. The world seems completely upside down. The empire appears to be winning, but this is no time to give up. Hashtag join the resistance. And that's what this is about. It's hopefully going to play a little to the sci-fi fans and the Star Wars fans with a little bit of fun, but um, hopefully pack a poignant message for all of us to not stand down, to join the resistance, and to fight some of what's happening in this nation and in the world right now. So this is episode four. Um, I call this Leia's Dead, and uh, may the fourth be with you. So there are days for everything these days, and all these special days seem to be increasingly random. If Hallmark and eCards and a million others can come up with a piece of merchandise for a pothole repair day, then it's a day. And now we need a card or gift for every single moment of our lives. When I first saw the divorce merchandise, I knew we had crossed a line. And when you add the merchandising opportunity craze, Goodwill and Salvation Army are going to have the weirdest tchotchkes in a decade or two. Search for it, and I bet there is a day for it. Just go. So when May the 4th started to become a thing for us Star Wars fans, I have to admit it made me roll my eyes. I know I'm part of the hardcore original fan base, and I'm doing this podcast inspired by one of the most important characters in the whole Star Wars galaxy. I mean, seriously. But I did find myself excited when I realized how the fourth podcast in Leia's Dead series... I'm doing right now, turned out to fall on this very day of May 4th, during this current bizarre political climate that we are in. I just couldn't. So my midichlorian levels are tingling off the charts. Move over, Anakin. I think I've got you beat. So anyway, <laughs> I had to go with the corny one there. Um, it just, it just, and it would happen to also be the case just this week that I posted on my Commune Network Twitter account the video speech for V for Vendetta where he tells them how they all went wrong and the new coming importance of November 5th. So this sort of began to make May the 4th seem more pertinent to me. Now, V's speech was very inspiring and it packed a powerful message for today as well. So much of the worlds of science, science fiction are after disasters or bad government rebellion and is the reason why I am very passionate that we sci-fi geeks are probably more in tune with the world power game than many who don't even pay attention to it. V for Vendetta came out at a very poignant time in the real world as well. I remember Natalie Portman being grilled by one interviewer about how it might be irresponsible to play a terrorist as hero in a film when it came out. But those of us who are fans know it is always time to reconsider the world and the future. It's always time. And the powers that be in the real world or any of the galaxies or planets in any of our favorite stories should always be scrutinized. So for me, in real life, May the 4th is becoming that rebellion marker day with greater meaning this year. 
a day that needs to be celebrated in a way that represents the resistance and fighting what is happening in the world right now for real. There are a million petitions, marches, and community actions that you can be a part of. And today, you should call your representative because this very day, they will vote to take away medical insurance from tens of thousands of Americans and, and um, basically replace it with a completely, as of yet, undefined medical program. It's insanity, really. We need to fight this. That all being said, I will also be having some fun tonight watching the 1977 classic original episode for A New Hope with Friends. But overall, these days, resisting and rebelling is now survival in real life for many of us. Historian Timothy Snyder has a new book out right now called On Tyranny. In an interview about the book with Salon.com, he stated without hesitation that number 45 will try to stage a coup and overthrow democracy within the year. He will, and it's our job to fight it. In the interview, he discusses what the American people can do to resist number 45, and he emphasizes the lessons that history teaches us about the rise of authoritarianism and fascism and how democracies collapse. We must go back and read and study these lessons if we do not currently know them. We cannot let this go further. One point he makes clear is to build regular habits of resistance right now. If right now, when we still have the right to protest and petition and speak out, we do not and just plan to do it later, we won't. It only gets harder when a fascist leader is rising and pushing back on all of our rights. If you do not build the habits now, while it is still relatively easy, you will not do it later. As in the speech by V in the film, he mentions that comfort and habit is often not easy to overcome and do indeed make us complacent. But at times like these, standing up and breaking from our comfort zones is necessary or freedom will fall. You know, for Force Awakens, I love the one trailer when Ray says, this is a rebellion, right? Well, I rebel. And that seems fitting for May the 4th. We need this to be Resistance Day for all of us Comic-Con attending, comic book following, sci-fi channel, conspiracy-obsessed sci-fi nerd fans who even contain the tiniest hint of wanting to stand and fight regardless if every real physical opportunity in our past left us scraped up and bleeding behind the playground swings. This is the one we cannot afford to stand down on. All of us. Every sci-fi geek from Star Trek, Babylon 5, Firefly, Battlestar Galactic, and of course Star Wars. All of us. We need to fight this. We know what this is. We have sat glued to the silver screen and the TV at home watching this scenario over and over. How many versions did Twilight Zone do of this way back in the day? We may be fiction fans, but the best of the best stories comes from real history lessons and knowledge. I have to say that we are often the smarter ones with regards to these things, the ones who dig in deeper, the ones curious about the future, the ones curious about science and technology and the evolution of the human species in our bigger universe. This world is yours. My God, how about the science march on DC and the cities all over the country this last week? The world is ours and massive numbers showed number 45 that last week. You are the ones that will lead the world into the future, the ones who maybe believe too many conspiracy theories, but rest assured, all eventually agree when the powers get too big, we need to simmer them down, and none of them give up without a fight. 
and a fight of this scale will take all of us on all levels to do it. Look at Anonymous, for instance. I'm sure even within the virtual and hidden walls of the organization Anonymous, it is full of people who are sci-fi geeks and science and technology nerds who founded it in the beginning and went on to make stands in impressive ways. Though Anonymous seems to have lost some part of their nerve these days, I still am impressed by the impact that they started with. It was scientists that began downloading all kinds of climate data as soon as number 45 took office. They knew that they were under attack and they began to prepare for it in ways they knew how to do. Ways that often the administration and the powers that be do not know how to chase. Tonight with friends, I will be watching the first Star Wars film episode for A New Hope. This year, I will be additionally paying close attention to Leia, the Star Wars galaxy Gloria Steinem, Greenpeace, Planned Parenthood, Elizabeth Warren, don't get in my way type of rebel who had a genuine, though bumpy, sincere heart, like what all humanity should have, relentlessly arguing with the sellout Han Solo. Solo, like too many Americans now thinking of only one thing. Fuck anyone who costs me anything. I'd rather do it alone and I can take care of myself. Even though, honestly, Han Solo was not doing a very good job of it. Running for his life the whole time and in the next episode, as it turns out, he gets caught. So he definitely could not take care of himself or do it alone. Like none of us can. Yet somehow hustling and proudly waving around his blaster, for which he clearly states that nothing can challenge him in that gun. NRA much? And, this and his relentless proclamation that he doesn't need anyone, I'm sure towards the end of A New Hope, when he leaves with his money, he probably began to realize how bad this would be for his own business if the empire got even stronger. And in the end, even with Chewbacca by his side, honestly, he can't do it on his own. Not when the powers that be become too strong. You see, you can't escape it when the powers get too big and too rich. There is a poison that creeps in too often. Very few are immune to this poison like hobbits are. Very few. And it really does seem to become an addiction that sucks you in deeper and deeper, just like the dark side. In the real world, it pulls you in with growing power, wealth, and the arrogance that comes with it as your importance and influence and appetite for more swells. And then you add to it the idea that it is just a game, a business game, and you can allow it to totally consume you. The game aspect eliminates the responsibility and seriousness of it all. There are no real casualties. There are no real casualties when everyone is just a player. In episode two, Attack of the Clones, I find equally powerful words spoken when they gave the new Supreme Chancellor Palpatine full emergency power and Padme says, so this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause. And it kind of does. It did in Germany so long ago, and now we are watching it again with the madness that is number 45's base that is completely unaware of the late stages of his administration's interest in taking over all they hold dear. Even recently, his suggestion that the very Constitution is archaic and bad for America going forward? What the fuck? Seriously, this is madness. And you know that this all is not just, this just didn't happen overnight. Just like Palpatine's careful engineering, engineered scheme, so has the powers that be in America carefully engineered the current state of things over decades now. The American dream and our nation's ideals focus on money now. 
even the religious groups complain about that but in their hearts they were equally focused on money as you watch even them turn their backs increasingly on the poor and needy in this nation this all was engineered and executed over decades shifting public opinion and focus and core beliefs impossible bedfellows have been formed that make no sense at all outside of the realization that social conditioning has been successful at pushing people away from understanding their true identities the identity of this nation and our real history is a big confused identity right now Richard Dreyfus was just on Fox going head-to-head -head with Tucker expressing the need for Americans to relearn their civics he has also launched the Dreyfus civics initiative to begin to mend the division in this nation created by our loss of understanding of our identity what this country stands for in actuality this locks this loss makes impossible bedfellows possible impossible bedfellows like the current American Christian Church and the GOP come on impossible but yet it is real and hey equally impossible number 45 being a man for the little guy what the fuck number 45 has scarcely taken on a job that he didn't leave a wake of small business people in financial ruin afterwards and all this distraction with looming enemies around the world that we created to redirect who we all should pay attention to we have seen the slow and steady build of the American Empire for decades and the erosion of the American middle-class life since before I or many of you were even born this has been coming for a long time and it is past the time to rebel we need to stand firm and not let the dark side go any further as with all things that lead to the dark side we need to put aside our anger hate malice greed and clear our minds to the task at hand the most beautiful of these rebellions I have ever witnessed in my life for real just happened the day after number 45's inauguration women around the world in masses that humanity has never seen before ignited the most beautiful power of the force in real life here on earth I have ever seen I cried a couple times watching it through throughout the day almost every single one of the marches had more people show than they estimated clearly way more than showed up at number 45's inauguration <laughs> every time I get a chance to say that publicly I will <laughs> stick it to him and that day though marked global protest numbers unheard of before and not one arrest anywhere not one a friend of mine joked that's because mothers were there <laughs> um, you know and yes they were joined by men and children but this was the women's March I believe one of our best future presidents was somewhere in that crowd that thought kept occurring to me there is a woman in this crowd who will be a wonderfully transforming president in our future that future president was wearing a pink pussy hat I know it Leah would have loved her resistance posters and Carrie Fisher would have been at one of these marches my greatest love goes out to Carrie Fisher and her inspiration through Leah and all her books to be true to yourself and to never stop fighting her honesty her raw honesty I mean I just love her for it but I love her passion you know to be true to yourself and never stop fighting to not ever stop to do what it takes to rebel that's what we all need to do now on this May the 4th 
Like I said, it is for me officially Rebellion Day. It stands for me, for all of us, as something more than just another greeting card and a chance to share clever Facebook memes. Let's make it real. Let's not let up the fight. Let's honor Carrie Fisher's memory in it every year. May the fourth be with us all. Now, so far, I don't think I've managed to get one of these podcasts up at 11 or, I'm sorry, noon on Thursday. That is still my goal. I did manage to get it out today on May the 4th, Thursday, and I will continue to do that. So I think it's probably safe for me to say, watch out for my podcast on Thursday, and they will be trying to come out on um, somewhere around noon. And uh, you can also follow Leia's Dead on Twitter. Um, and, and there you'll find it as soon as it's out there, you'll get a tweet for the uh, podcast. Thanks for listening. And again, enjoy your May the 4th. May you gather with other Star Wars fans and rebel.